0: Bring your present or anything. Just bring your presents. Uh, I love those homonyms. It's great. Um, <clears throat> what? What's that? No. no, that's all right. That's good. <laughs> it was awesome for Amberlin's, but, <laughs> but bring <in> the horse. <laughs> so I figured we. Right, so the little, calling a little audible. So I, we're, I'm actually going to start with the, the devotional, and then we'll end with with a couple of songs. Because um, I feel like I feel like the songs would be really good at the end of the service, like at the end to like wrap it all up. Um, so, so our, my teaching here this morning is called "Call Upon the Name of the Lord." And so, the the uh, everyone everyone have a name. Yeah, yeah you got a name, right? Yeah. On three, shout out shout out your name. One, two, three. Yeah. Alan. You didn't yell your name. <laughs> I can see who's not participating. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> but so so the name like everyone's got a name, right? What do you name this? Like you know, this is named a what? A salt shaker. It's got a name, right? This has got a name. This is a table. This is a chair, right? This is hair. What's left? Well, what color of it? (laughs) This is a high top table. This is an iPad. This is a coffee cup. This is a Bible. This is a floor. Right? Everything's got a name. It's what it's known for because of what it does, or 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 what its purpose is, or if it just simply what it exists to be. Right? Um, So a name. Is like you know, oftentimes it, it represents this name or renown or reputation or a brand or a mark, right? It took me forever to realize that brands were the name in in word form. So if we have like an L that's like to the side, it's a lazy L. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, or upside down or on its side, it's the sleeping R, or <laughs> like different like the way that the brand looks. Is the name? It represents the identity of who that, like that cow or something, belongs to, um, or like our church. It's you know the, the Shift brand, right, with the the three circles and stuff, right? Um, <clears throat> and you know names have meanings. One of my favorite things. I'm, okay, I'm going to nerd out again. But it is Lord of the Rings? Who likes Lord of the Rings? Woo! You like the books, right? Yeah, like the books. You would. I think you would like the Rings of Power because it's more. It's by, based on the. Yeah, the Rings of Power is the like the new series on Amazon. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. But, so Lord of the Rings, they have, what do they, what do they fight with? Swords. They, they fight with orcs. They fight with swords, right? Swords are the weapons, right? I, I was tempted to bring my sword, but then my son would go nuts and be like, I want a your sword. And he would like, you know, kill Hazel. But, <laughs> but, Swords in the Lord of the Rings have names after what they've done. Like Foe Hammer, Goblin Cleaver, right? All these different names for what they did, what they accomplished. So it's their, their fame, their renown. They have, they have meanings behind them. Jackson, did you know that your name means God has been gracious? That's what your name means. Hazel, your name means Hazel tree. Or greenish brown color, especially eye color, which is what your eyes are turning. Zachary, did you know that your name means God remembers? Yeah. Yeah. Felicity, where's she at? Felicity, hey, TT. Do you know that your name means happiness and contentment and intense happiness? Emily, did you know that your name means hardworking or rival? <laughs> there you go. Sienna means gray or reddish brown. <laughs> I tried to I tried to find Eva. <laughs> Renee, yours mean, your name means reborn or born again. It's awesome, right? Um, Amberlyn, did you know that your your name means a jewel? Robin, yours ne- means fame or bright. Yeah. Ryan. Yours mean Ryan means little king. <laughs> Ralph, your name means wolf council. <laughs> but it's also this connotation because wolves were, were are known have the reputation of being crafty and wise. So it's the council of the wise, or crafty, you know. (laughs) Mine, my name means handsome, (laughs) cheerful, (laughs) or precious. All precious. (laughs) And you know, Joshua. If Joshua's here, so Joshua means God delivers or God saves. Uh, Restores, heals. And actually, Joshua or Yeshua is Jesus' name in the Greek. And so this morning, I want to talk about the name of God. This has been resonating with me for for a long time. was that, Jack? Oh, well, I I only got a chance to look up so many names, so... I thought it was the uh, missing letter. No L? No, maybe. Oh, let <laughs> <laughs> Missing letter. <laughs> but <laughs> every, everyone's, name, everyone's name has a meaning, right? We're going get to get into a couple of those meanings here this morning. But <clears throat> one thing I want us to, to know is that God... So God has a name. God has a name. And the Lord blesses those who call upon His name. God blesses those who call upon His name. Now, this is going to be a little dizzy. I'm going to go through these, I want to go through kind of quickly, but listen to all these different scripture passages from all over the Bible and what they have to say about the name of God, the name of the Lord. Genesis 4, at that time, people began to call on the name of the Lord. So we'll talk we're gonna that one's going to come up a, a lot call on the name of the Lord Exodus excuse me Exodus 20 do not misuse the name of the of the Lord your God because the Lord will not leave anyone unpunished who misuses his name First Samuel seventeen says this is uh, David when he's going out to toward Goliath like Goliath is cursing the God of Israel and he goes out there and he says to the Philistine, you come against me with a sword, spear, and javelin." But I come against you in the name of the Lord of armies, the God of the ranks of Israel, you have defiled him. And then he goes and you know and dies. Right. So then so we have in uh Second Kings it says he built altars to the Lord's temple where the Lord had said, Jerusalem will be where I put my name. Uh, Matthew 18, for where two or three are gathered together in what? My name, I am there among them. Matthew 24, 9, then they will hand you over to be persecuted and they will kill you. Um, where to go? I lost my place. You will be hated by all nations because of my name. Mark, Mark 16, and these signs will accompany those who believe. In My name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes. If they should drink anything deadly, it will not harm them. They will, they will lay hands on the sick and they will get well. Luke 19, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory to, in the highest heaven. John 16, truly I tell you, anything you ask the Father in what? My name, He will give you. Acts 2 goes all the way about the last days and the Spirit being poured out, and He says, then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Acts 9, but the Lord said to him, go, for this man is chosen, is my chosen instrument to take my name to the Gentiles, kings and Israelites. Romans 10, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. 1 Corinthians 6, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ by the Spirit of our God. Philippians 2, for this reason God highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. Colossians 3, Whatever you do, in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Revelation 2, I know you, you have per, I know that you have pers, persevered and endured hardships for the sake of My name, and you have not grown weary. Revelation 3, I know your works. Look, I have placed before you an open door that no one can close, because you have but little power. But you have kept My word and have not denied My Name. God's name. His reputation, his renown, his fame, his identity, his essence. So, what is the name of God? Anyone know the name of God? I am Yahweh. Yahweh. Jack? Yahweh. 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 Jesus. Commandment number two is is what, Jackson? Or commandment number one. What is commandment number one, Jack? There's only one what? There's, There's only one what? Only one Lord God. His name is Yahweh Jesus. Right? So, Yahweh, Jesus. So, when we think about the name, we think about all sorts of things. Like we talked about the essence, right? It is what it is. Right? You, it's an object or it's a person. If it's a person, what is the name saying about that person? Well, for this, it's talking about all about identity. In the Bible, we have all sorts of different things. I mean, look at all the way at the beginning. Abram. The name Abram means exalted father. But then he changed his name. God changed his name to Abraham, which means father of multitudes. Then we see Moses. The name Moses, we don't actually know his real name. Moses means pulled from the weeds. And that's what Pharaoh's daughter named him, because she pulled him from the weeds. David means beloved. And of course, Jesus or Yeshua means Yahweh saves, delivers, heals, or restores. But Yahweh, Yahweh, he'd say he gives them his name. Like, this is my name. I am. Or, in, in the Bible, it's known as the Tetragrammaton. The Yod Heh Vav Heh. It's, it's, it's known as the, the name of God. And it's so holy that most people nowadays, you know, most Jewish uh, folks and religious folks will not say Yahweh. Or even God. Oftentimes when you see God on a Jewish website, they have G-D. Right? They're not even, they don't even want to type the name of God. Because they want to revere it so much, um, But He says, this is My name. I'm giving you My name so that My name will be on your lips for us to speak the name. Now, we don't misuse it. We speak it. We live it. We honor it. We praise it. What is commandment number two, Jackson? What do we do with His name? That's right. Bless His holy name, right? So we bless His name. We praise His name. When His name is on our lips, we use it in honor and glory to Him. Why? Because of who he is and what his name means. We we have nicknames. You don't have a nickname. What's your what's your nickname? Just no, that's your that's your middle name. What's your nickname? What do people call you? Jackman. Jack what do they call you? Huh? Jack. Zachy? Yeah, Zachy. What's yours, Felicity? T.T., right? What's your name? What's your na- nickname, Zelly Bean? <laughs> Zelly, j- Zelly Belly, right? Anyone else? What's your nickname? Emmy. Emmy? Nice, okay. Right? We have, what's that? Glow bug. What is it? Glow Bug. Glow bug. Nice. <laughs> so, you know, Booger. Everyone, everyone's parent, you know, parents call them Booger, right? My sister called me Booger. I call her Snot. You know, (laughs) but so people have have nicknames to them. Hi. Hello. Hey. Oh, careful. (laughs) And so, you know, so so in, in essence, God's name became a nickname and his nickname became Adonai for the Jewish folks. But what they did is they actually put, it, put those words when they came out later and, and they put like punctuation marks and stuff like that on God's name. And so it was Adonai, A O A E. And so on the Tetragrammaton, when people came by and translated it later, they were like, okay, yeah. Y. So the reason why they did that was so that when they got to that word, they wouldn't say Yahweh. They would say Adonai. You know, blessed be Adonai, right? Blessed be Adonai. And so it was an indicator to the reader. But what happened later is that translator came, came by later and they translated that, okay, Yehovah, va Jehovah. So that's where we get the word Jehovah. So it's actually a mistranslation of Yahweh because of the vowel marks on it. So that one's for free. But, <laughs> so Jehovah itself actually doesn't exist. So the word for Yah- Yahweh's name is Yahweh. Um, and so his name means the one who is. Without anyone's permission, without any cause, without anything that would, would, would cause him to exist or, or, he, or he, that he depended on anything or anyone, he simply is. He says, I am he who I am. I am who I am. I am the existing one, the absolute and unchanging one, the ever living, ever, everlasting, the one ever and always manifesting himself that needs nothing. Right? Like Paul even says, right? We go into temples, right? How, you know, we, but we know that God, the true God, doesn't live in temples built by human hands or as, you know, is served by human's hand, human hands as if he needed anything. Be, but he gives life and breath to all things and to everyone. Right? That is his essence. That is his identity. That is who he is. You know, in, the, in the Bible, in, in uh, Scripture, it, the specific name, the name of the Lord, is said over uh, 94 times. And most of those are about either the appeal or the desire, the, 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 you know, basically the commandment, the appeal. Or God, or the, just an action of people calling on the name of God, calling on the name of the Lord. Right? What does it mean to call? What does it mean to shout? Jackson, shout out! Can you, can you shout out? There you go, calling on the name of the Lord. Right? Right. We call out. Right? When you when you're asking you, what do you what do you do? You know, when you're when you want you, one of your parents, what do you do? What do you do? No, that too. But what do you do? Uh, You go, Mommy! Mommy! Daddy! Right? Right? (laughs) right? (laughs) You call out. You you yell out. Mommy! Daddy! I'm I'm thirsty! I'm hungry! Right? You call out. To get what? To get their attention. To get them to notice you. To see you. To hear you. You cry out when you have a need. The word call upon in in the, in the Scripture means, of course, call or cry out. It also means to invite or make famous or to proclaim or scream or shout or even to call. And in some instances, it actually means to conjure. So getting a little weird here, so basically like to say call upon the name of the Lord could be a way of saying conjure a manifestation of lo- the Lord Yahweh. And now, to the people who are, this was written to, they would have understood this because they did this all the time to their gods. They would go and cry out to the God of fortune. They would go and cry out to the God of war, to the God of the sea, to the God of, of, uh, of flourishing, to the God of woman. The, the divine feminine, or to, to the God of wisdom, to the God of knowledge. That all these different gods that they would conjure, call upon. In order to, they would go to them and they would worship them and they would serve them in order to get the benefits, in order to get what they were seeking for themselves. But Yahweh is saying, call to me. I am your heavenly Father. And I'll answer. Call upon me, summon me, if you will. It's a it's a way of like reaching out to people who understand this concept of conjuring, you know, deities and saying, "I am here. Whenever you need me, call." That's all you got to do. Call and I'll be there. You don't have to come to me and and you know and like you know to an all to an to like a, a an idol or something like that. Like I don't have an image that you can worship. Just come and be with my people. Come to where I live. Come to my house and share a meal with me at my altar. Come and share a meal with me at my table. And so for the Israelites, it was the temple or the tabernacle. For us, it's here. For us, it's the presence of God's people. Right? The, the way that this, this building becomes holy and, and God's name rests in it Right, The place where God has chosen for His name to dwell isn't in this building. It's in us. When we gather together, this is the place where God's name rests. And so when we come together around the table, these are little altars to God that we are sharing a meal with Him as we share a meal with one another. We're participating in fellowship with one another as the chosen and, and Spirit-filled people of God. And this is a great example of First Kings 18. When Elijah was, was, was hanging out on, on top of Mount Carmel with all these, you know, prophets of Baal, of basically Lucifer, Luciferian worship. And, 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 uh, <coughs> and they, uh, they're, at, they're going at it like they're taunting each other and trying to say, okay, whoever is God is the, is the one, you know, you call upon the name of your God and I'll call upon the name of the Lord. And the God who answers with fire, he is God. And all the people answered, eh, "That's fine. That's what it says in the Bible. That's fine." Then guess what? Did God show up? Did their God show up for uh, the, the prophets of Baal? No. He's like, "Hey, scream louder. He might be in the bathroom, <laughs> or on a trip, or sleeping." Right? And then all Elijah did is like, "All right, God. All right, Yahweh, show off." What happens? God shows up. Yahweh's like, right? Blows the whole thing, burns everything up, even the rocks. He burns up even the rocks. Everything's gone. The water is gone. The altar is gone. And then Elijah just like stands there close. What's up now? Whose God is real? Right? God shows up, the Lord shows up and blesses those who call upon His name like a child to their father, a child to their mother. God shows up. One of the reasons I love celebrating Sukkot is that the Feast of Sukkot remembers that God, or like we talked about these last couple weeks, remembers that God provides provision, protection, and presence for those who call, who, who love Him. Or who call upon His name. So that we can gather and celebrate together with great joy. Because all about gathering, what? In His name. What do we say at the, at the end of most prayers? Amen. Right? Well, that too. Right? For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Right. <laughs> the last full sentence. For it's in Jesus' name we pray, right? For it's in Yahweh's name we pray. For it's in your name we pray. We are appealing to his name, his identity, his essence. It's an interesting concept. You know, for, like, you know, talking to our wife, for it's in Amberlyn's name I, I, I speak. Amen. See ya. <laughs> we should end our conversations that way. <laughs> right. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. It's weird. But, <laughs> but the name, the name is the core of the gospel message. The, core, the, go- the gospel message at its, at its very foundation is about the name of Yahweh, Jesus. Acts 2 says, Repent and be baptized, each of you, what? In the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Acts 5 After they called in the apostles and they had them flogged, they ordered them not to speak in the name of Jesus, and then they released them. But there's also great power in the name of Jesus. People are healed through the name of Jesus. This is why we pray in the name of Jesus. Acts 3 says, But Peter said, I don't have silver or gold, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, get up and walk." Act 16. She did this. This is the this demon possessed woman. She she was bugging them for several days. Paul was greatly annoyed. Turning to t- turning to the spirit, he comm- he said, "I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her." And it came out right away. But it's interesting. Only those who actually call out to, upon the name of the Lord are the ones who have this indwelling presence and power. This healing power. Right. We have the, these Jewish mystic, uh, you know, exorcists that try to do the same thing. They're not pledging their allegiance to God, to, to Jesus himself. But he says, in the name of the, of Jesus, who Paul preaches, come out of these men. And the, the demon possessed guy were like, well, Jesus I know and Paul I know, but who are you? <laughs> right. It's all about allegiance. What? Revelation 22. They will see his face. That's us. And his name will be on their foreheads. This is uh, Revelation 7. He says, Don't destroy. This is talking about the, the destruction of, of all th- of these different things. Don't destroy until we have been able to mark the foreheads of the faithful. So this whole concept of forehead, right? All across our forehead, right? This, in the Scripture, um, it's actually the biblical symbol of allegiance. To have something on your forehead was a symbol of allegiance to something or someone. Right? Um, so like helmets or or sashes or crowns, like it was on your forehead. And so it's the sign of, of either destiny or decided identity. I associate with this, or I associate with, with that, this person or this deity or this entity. And so that's why he's saying his name will be on our foreheads. It's saying these are the ones who have chosen... To glorify and pledge allegiance to my name. To my identity. To putting God's word. That's why, like, it says, you know, love the Lord, you know, love the Lord your God with all your mind, heart, soul, and strength. And, you know, have the, the, you know, do what he commands and, like, have them as, as frontlets between your, as something in the, between your eyes. His, his commandments, having them as this thing on your forehead you ever see like a Hasidic Jewish man or a woman today, you'll see the little black box that they strap to their forehead. And it's got the Word of God in it. It's got the Shema in there. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is your God. The Lord is one. You know, I am. The great I am. The identity of Yahweh is on their foreheads. It's a sign of allegiance. The sign of saying, I worship and serve this God. This is my God. And that's what it means they will see his we will see his face and his name will be on our foreheads and so the lord blesses those who call upon his name we need to be people who call in the name of the lord are we people are you a person are we a people who call upon the name of the lord we need to be a people whose allegiance and identity is found in the name and the identity of the eternal the absolute, the unchanging, ever-existing, Creator, Lord, God of the universe. So, how can we call upon His name? How do you know, how do we call upon His name? Well, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs and think, with thanksgiving in your heart to God and, and whatever you do in word or deed, do all things in the name of the Lord your God, the Lord Jesus Christ. Through prayer, we call upon His name by calling out on His name. Calling out Jesus, Lord, Yahweh, Father, Spirit. Call upon His name in prayer. And through the preaching and teaching of His name, through the preaching and teaching of His Word. Who He is. We, When we preach and, and proclaim and teach the truth of God, that is how we participate in calling upon the name of of the Lord by receiving and participating, by having discussions with one another about the name of the Lord our God. So as we as we come to, to the end of our time together, as we so go, ladies would feel come go ahead and uh, come on come on up. Um, <coughs> we're gonna have our our worship team folks come on up and. Um, they're going to lead us in a couple songs as we as we sing the name of God, the name of Jesus, together. Um, I want to participate in that, in calling upon the name of the Lord together in this place. Um, so as we as we get started, um, would you would you click on the slide after the the one with the questions?